0: make up a brilliant tapestry. By examining the various threads and aspects of our community, we can appreciate how
1: each and every person contributes in their own unique way.
0: Welcome to the first episode with an individual. I'm working with communities and groups within Uptown but also individuals, hopefully one of each every month, but we'll see how it goes. As a reminder, we are still in a pandemic, and as such, at the time of this recording, my guest was in quarantine. As he was exposed, he had tested negative, but at the time he was in isolation, so we were able to record over the phone if you are listening to this episode because of the update by email i am glad we're trying to work on that make sure it has all the correct information if you are listening some other way and would like to be notified of new episodes go to uptowncommunitypodcast.com and subscribe there for updates and notifications of new episodes This is the only part of the podcast to talk about operating costs and so forth. There is an EIN number for this podcast, and the good news is that we are accepting donations. So make sure to do that, subscribe, tell others how to do the same, and now my conversation. And who do I have the pleasure of speaking with today?
1: All right, well, um, I am, uh, my name is Ladero Goss, L. Ladero. L-E-D-A-R-R-E-L.
0: Okay.
1: Lidero. Yeah, my last name is Goss, G-O-S-S, and space E-L, capital E, lowercase L. That's my full, that's my full appellation. The L, um, is, is, uh... And sometimes uh, confusing to some because they don't, um, they rarely see or hear the L represents my nationality of a Moorish American, um, which is sometimes uh, a conversation piece in itself. Um, But I um, don't consider myself a black person or a African American because they do not denote a national identity they have no particular uh origin um for us as a people um so yeah i don't i don't you know use the terms black or african american to describe myself uh i use the term or the denote denotation of Moorish American. And that my nationality is Moorish American. I've been a resident of Uptown for the last twenty plus years, twenty five years maybe. Um I've lived here, um off and of on for more than uh, thirty years. I live in the eastern part eastern. of uptown. Like I live by Marine Drive. I live on ah, okay. eight fifty West Eastwood. That's okay. where I live now. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um yeah, so it's it's kind of quieter over there even though it's like closer to Lakeshore Drive. But yeah, I mean it
1: gets it gets a little it's a little hectic every now and again, but for the most part, um, you know, it's been pretty quiet for the last couple of years. It hasn't really happened. we haven't really had any uh things going on as far as uh you know. Bad or shootings or anything like that, but uh, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, yeah, it's a pretty quiet part of Uptown. Yeah. It's a school, hospital, park district, like within a thousand feet, thousand yards. So yeah, I'm actually like right behind Uplift. My building is literally right next to Uplift's um, gymnasium.
0: Okay we had um gone through like like the basic stuff and like trying to go like surface to depth and understanding more you you have a lot of lot of things to understand and i think um the most or uh, a, a an approach to that that can offer insight yeah surface to depth and Talking about really basic things. First, um, we've we were talking about geography that you're on the eastern, central eastern part of uptown. Yep. That um.
1: And what what parts do you like about that? Um. I mean, actually, I don't dislike any part of it. Um, actually, it's a great place to live. I'm, like, feet, you know, away from, yards away from a hospital. My daughters um, actually go right across the street to high school. Um, my son actually goes right across Montrose to his school. Um, he attends Brennan. Um you know, he plays basketball at the park district. It can go to the lakefront. Um, it's stores all over that you know can accommodate whatever you need. Um, so you know, we I live in a great place, man. I don't really, you know, I don't really have a problem, you know, or you know, I don't see anything wrong. I I really like the area, all of it. <laughs> yeah. I don't have an issue with. You. I I like it all, man.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, that sounds great. I think, um, and the next part of like uh, getting a little bit deeper is just looking at different parts of um, parts of an individual and parts of the community in Uptown. And as as somebody that's spent so much time in Uptown, um, there's different lots of different parts of
1: Uptown. Yeah. I mean, Uptown's, Uptown's, uh, a very diverse place. I've, you know, shopped in, you know, the, on Argyle and, um, you know, I've shopped on Clark street and, um, all the college I've, I've attended Truman college. Um, I actually lived on Magnolia and, uh, Sunnyside, uh, you know okay. so i mean like it's a very diverse space a lot of different you know pockets of you know people but for the most part it's very scattered um, like families different types of families you know we all kind of like live in a pot so so to speak it's really the only really um place where you can find in uptown where it's Of people that's really just living together, so to speak, is like right on Argyle, but mostly it's just a, you know, it's more so just like a shopping district. They still have a high um, residential um, pocket of, you know, Asian um, families, but for the most part, it's still a diverse group of Asian families too. It's not just, Mm -hmm. you know, all Chinese or all, you know, Vietnamese. So vast number of nationalities uh or ethnicities I should say as far as uh the Asian community goes um, in that area it's a lot of different restaurants and stuff like that um, Thai and you know stuff like that so that's the only place where you can really find like a a, a pocket of you know the same or a uh, uh, similar type of types of cultures but for the most part you know uptown is pretty diverse man it's not really a side or a part of uptown that you know is virtually different from the next to me not just to me because i've been for so long um it may be a uh more affluent part of uptown where there's houses and you know things of that nature but for the most part it's a small place i mean because even like even like just riding my bike through the neighborhood i mean you know you just can run into you know all different types of people and things you know some some things i've i've some places in uptown i've you know rarely even been you know in you know my whole you know life here in uptown so um so yeah i mean it's a lot of a lot of good things in uptown a lot of You know, a lot of places in the Uptown where you can go and, you know, see some different things. But for the most part, it's just it's all bumbled together. I moved here and I moved here in the the late 80s. I think it was like 88, 89 and went to grammar school uh, on the west side of Chicago. I went to a Catholic grammar school uh, by the name of St. Malachy graduated there and i went to Sin metro um on glenwood and uh in uh, edgewater graduated um from high school in 1996 attended uh harold washington uh, community college i didn't finish um i went and got a job uh I was actually um, I had basketball in my eyes Um, that was my that was my goal um, play ball but it didn't work out that way but for the most part within those um, the the latter years of my high school career I got involved in um, you know community work I got involved in community work I've been knowing about um, one North side for a long time now, um, they were actually, uh, established before I became um, involved in community work. Um, it was a lot of, you know, meetings and stuff like that, that I really didn't understand at that age, but just, you know, being there kind of like taught me a few things, um, kind of taught me how to be a chameleon, um, you know, (laughs) Be able to adapt in certain situations, certain crowds, and, you know, be around certain individuals. Um, you know, it taught me how to, you know, take in certain information. Um, you know, taught me how to listen. And so, yeah, that just, you know, sprang me into really being active in, um, in a community. Not only in Chicago, but in uh, Milwaukee, um, Wisconsin, um. Indiana, you know, places like that, Um, you know, just, you know, building up my, you know, building up myself as far as, you know, um, dealing with what I was dealing with at the time of the identity crisis uh, that I was speaking about. But for the most part, um, being a March American, you know, you know, it taught me a lot about society it taught me, you know, the needs and, you know, the, 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 the parts of society that really needed, you know, um, some assistance. So, you know, with that being said, you know, it kind of like, you know, brought me to this here and now point where I feel like, you know, outreach work is, you know, also, um, very important, you know, um, our, uh, trauma as far as, um being quote unquote black in 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 America. Um it it has done something to our psyche, done something to us um, you know, clinically, you know, it's it's systematically led us to a uh a a stressful life, you know what I mean? And so um, so that's why I stand pretty much right now as far as outreach work, you know. Um, I just want to, you know, get a hold to our people that's really suffering from, um, you know, from just everyday life. You know, we have people that they don't have a place to stay. You know, they don't have Mm -hmm. adequate clothes. They don't have bus fare to get to and fro. You know, just these little small things, you know, they really mean things to, you know, um, our class, you know the lower class where, you know, where I currently, um, where I currently dwell in life. (laughs) But, um, you know, I see a lot of people, you know, when I'm out doing outreach work that really need, you know, just a couple of, you know, just a couple bucks here and there, you know, just to, you know, somewhere where they can lay their head, a blanket, you know, a pair of shoes, you know, people don't think about, you know, the identity crisis that we face when they don't have a good meal or a place to sleep or a pair of shoes or, you know, somebody to talk to, you know what I mean? Those Mm -hmm. things should come first. And so that's where I stand at the moment as far as my outreach work. You know, um, it's a lot. It's a lot of work and it's enough work for, you know, all of us. But what I see that's most important nowadays is um, dealing with our um, mental traumatic experiences that we've had to endure over the years that we rarely, you know, talk about, especially our um, incarcerated individuals. You know, they are incarcerated, suffering from these mental issues and there's no programs or resources for them. Even when they come home, they've been diagnosed with certain, you know, you know, mental issues, you know, like schizophrenia and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. these young men and young women come home and they don't have any place to, you know, sort out their issues, you know, no counseling, no no recidivism programs, you know, no reentry programs, nothing for them, you know, to uh, reacclimate themselves into society. So, you know, who can think about an identity crisis when you can't even, you know, have a you know, a, a full day of peace. You know what I mean. And you can't even, you know, get acclimated back to society. You can't, you know, you're not recognized as a human being anymore. So, I wanted to get into a little
0: bit of um, your look, looking at the different parts of what what you're doing. You've you said um, your father. You do. Mm-hmm. Um, you have. Um two boys or one boy and two girls.
1: One boy and three daughters. Oh wow, okay. Yep. Yeah, my oldest uh just had a baby that's uh six awesome. months ago, had a baby girl. Okay. So I'm a grandfather too. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: That's great. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah.
1: Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. So yeah, I'm just uh, you know, enjoying that life. Um uh, yeah, that's pretty cool
0: yeah and then in uptown um' you've gone from um son in uptown to having a family of your own in uptown mm-hmm. and now you're working in uptown
1: yeah um, well i actually all um i've been working um in uptown uh for the last i'll I'll say since like uh i want to say like 2010 um not doing outreach work but um if i can go into um well if i can go into being a marsh american um just just to talk about the work that i've been doing in uptown um as a Moorish American, uh, we have a duty to uh, teach our people about their birthrights and nationality. And so, upon me becoming, um, or bec- upon me um, figuring out that, um, you know, there was an issue uh, with terminology that was used to describe us, you know, um, I found. Uh, something or a place called the Moorish Science Temple of America you know the Morris Science Temple of America is a very important place um, and is a very important part of my journey um, I feel like the Morris Science Temple of America is an important place an important part for um, lots of uh, quote unquote blacks or African Americans um, that are you know dealing with you know the systemic issues that we that we're dealing with for one, the lessons and the instructions that are given within the constructs of the Morris Science Temple of America are very, very important to deal with the issues that we deal with, um, more so from moral and mental perspective, but physically it gives us a it gives us a um a way to deal with it, you know. Um, That we don't react um, in certain uh, instances the way that we react in certain instances. If you can follow what I'm saying, I don't really want to go off into, you know, the whole black on quote unquote black on black crime thing. But for the most part, it gives us a way to actually deal with um, to deal with the issues that we, you know, we have with each other. Um, and so, like I said, I feel like that was a very, very important place for me, um, in my journey to be who I am today, um, and to actually do the work that I'm called to do now, man, it's, you know, it's, it's, it goes virtually hand in hand, um, when I'm dealing with, you know, the people that I'm dealing with on a daily basis, you know, and so. But yeah, man, I just wanted to mention that because, yeah. like I said, I thought that it was a very important um, part, is a very important piece to my puzzle um, of me becoming a man. Um, you yeah. know, I feel like I didn't become a man until, you know, I discovered who I really was. And that wasn't until I discovered the more Science Temple of America.
0: I want to thank you for giving me some of that information, but also going along with the the conversation and moving in the direction of like um, surface to depth I want to thank you too because it serves as a transition for going yeah. from like um, this the second kind of part of our discussion of discussing all the, the various parts of um, somebody and I think that that goes into um kind of how how you're you're connecting all of the different things and um, that's the the third level is is kind of connecting on um, the the themes of identity that that you're able to explore in the um at, the moorish science temple of america and um having having some of those insights and it it seems like it's it's really kind of an empowering experience that you're you're able to bring that that sense of identity i think the the last part the last part of um the conversation is is what Mm. What happens um, going forward, and that's where where one north side uh, kind of ends. Yeah, every
1: um, discussion. yeah, it kind of kind of leads us into yeah a um, conclusion, so to speak, and where where we want to kind of like see things in the future. Um, well, just to sum it up, I, what I'm really working on now is basically just trying to innovate how we you know do our outreach work trying to infuse so to speak uh, not only the need for I guess the 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 research or just the awareness of our identity crisis but still you know work towards the you know the basic needs of our communities um, which looks like um, you know um, recidivism, um, or reentry programs uh, or resources that can be used um, by those particular individuals, uh, you know, housing um, issues that we face. The Morris Science Temple of America may not have to be them as such, but at least places that are affiliated, you know, with the Morris Science Temple of America or doing some of the same work as the Morris Science Temple of America, and so um, my job here is sort of uh, twofold for the most part. One of my jobs is to uh, acclimate myself within organizations, an organization like ONE and CP4P uh, to promote the programs and resources that we have within um, Within O and E and within um, CP4. Thank you for knows.
0: for joining today and thank you for being able to um, have a conversation even in in quarantine. Uh, <laughs>
1: hopefully yeah, we'll be. next time, yeah, next time, yeah. man, we'll be. I'll be out of jail and uh, you know <laughs> we'll be able to have a face to you face. Now I really like having face to face. Like yeah you know, conversations, man, is really uh I'm sure we'll cross paths again. Oh man, most definitely, Ben, most definitely. Alright. Yeah, I, really, I really enjoyed it, man. Um uh, and looking forward to doing another one. Alright. Thanks, Daryl. Alright, Ben, oh, man. man. <laughs> anytime, Ben, anytime. Alright. Alright.
0: Take care. Alright. the rest of quarantine. <laughs> yeah, I will, <laughs> Yeah. yeah.